And we are live. Welcome everyone. My name is Nikki Lopez Nikki Lopez Creative. And we're watching The Circle where every Tuesday, 8.30 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm talking to artists, activists, social entrepreneurs, people doing great things in the world. And today I have a very, very, very special guest, uh, Deborah Magdalena, also known as Diosa. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Nikki, <laughs> about damn time, girls. About this time. I know I was gonna get there. I'm like, oh, she met this person because of it. <laughs> I, I, was, I was perfecting <laughs> my craft for bringing the goddess onto the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy to be here with you. Oh, I'm, man. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for you, and I'm very proud of all your artistic endeavors and all the stuff that you've you know, gotten yourself into, and, and I think it's awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I have people like you to thank and, and support and, you know, putting me on to different things and, and definitely one of, you know, um, uh, one of the people that I've always looked up to in the creative space and advocacy space and community space. So, you know, I definitely can't take that thank you without throwing a little back to you. <laughs> wow, thank you. My pleasure. I'm, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it. Absolutely, absolutely. Receive it rather. I'll, I will receive it with love. Yes, thank you. So we're just getting geared up. We are live on a couple of places, um, and we have Deborah Kerr. Thank you for joining Hi, us, Deborah. Yes. Deborah with a Deborah. Yes, 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 absolutely. So we're live on a couple of places. We're live on Nikki Lopez Creative on Facebook. We're also live in the group, uh, the Circle Nineteen. Uh, the Nikki Lopez art page, YouTube, and Periscope. And if you don't catch the live, you could go to any of your favorite podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and you will hear this audio recording. So, uh, Goodness, Nikki, you got your hustle on. <laughs> have yes. this whole thing hemmed up, as they would say. Good for you. Yes. yes. And we have on YouTube, we have uh, yes. yes, joining us. And we also have Valerie um, at um, Happy New Year's, Nikki, and guests. Um, yes, thank you, Valerie. You know, and and it's you know so nice because Deborah, Valerie, T Pop is one of the you know some of the people that's always joining the live. We've been live since January 2018, and we took our first break. Wow. So this is the first live of 2021. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, T Pops agree with you. Don't get me in trouble, T Pop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said, T. <laughs> oh, man. Nice to see you, ladies. Keep sharing your art. Absolutely. Yeah. And I hope to have Deb the other Deborah on because she's also an artist and doing lots of things awesome. <laughs> in this space. We women, you know, we're stronger when we stick together than when we're apart. So absolutely. 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 We have some, uh, someone from... So if you're on the group, if you're in the Facebook group, I cannot see your name. So if you want me to say your name, you got to throw it in there. Uh, T-Pow, my bad. No, we see you. We see you. Yeah, right? Right? So let's just get started. So Deborah is many, many things. She's a performing artist. She's a community ambassador and cultural creator. 
So, and I know that's an extremely short list for a lot of things that you've done and are doing it over the past years and years. So just, you know, getting into it, what was something that sparked your creative journey? Just being in my mother's womb. Really, um, I've, I've been an artist my entire life. I was born into an artistic family of musicians, of, of singers. So my house was always a house growing up in Puerto Rico and in New York and in Miami, where it's always filled with musicians and writers. And so it, it, it was very common to me, kind of like breathing. Mm -hmm. Anytime I've ever done a real quote unquote job or something like that, it was me trying to get away from the entertainment industry or, or being an artist because I was just frustrated. Um, but as I got older, I just really, my parents allowed me to do anything that mm -hmm. I wanted to do. I, I'm really, really a blessed human being, but I needed to do it masterfully. My dad mm -hmm. was so I had to always study or have some kind of mentor or do, redo, and redo. So as far as that one specific time that sparked the inspiration, it's just I don't know any other moment where I wasn't inspired to create art. And that's amazing that you had um, parents that supported because a lot of times in the creative field, parents are like, well, you know, Let's do something, a real job. <laughs> right. So, mm -hmm. They always supported, it was more like, do whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and there was more pressure. Okay, but if you're going to be in the arts field, you need to be, you know, masterful. And then it, it's interesting because my mom was an educator. She was first an entrepreneur in mm -hmm. running the family business. But Mami, uh, Mami Provi is a retired uh, special ed uh, teacher. Mm -hmm. and, and she taught in Spanish Harlem in New York. And so now it's like I have a little bit of my dad and dad side from the artistic side. And now as an arts educator, you know, I have I have mom's blood, my grandmother's blood of being an educator. So mm -hmm. you know, always just do whatever you want to do. If I wanted to be, you know, in, uh, an Avon lady, as long as I was the top Avon lady, then so be it. Mm, nice, nice, awesome. Uh, we have a couple of comments. Oh, I see uh, Cheryl from the group. Good evening, creatives, as usually many, many things. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I know I know you do a lot of different things. You're a poet, actress, you've done theater. Do you have a particular art form that's your favorite or your go-to? Uh, without a doubt, acting, mm. without a doubt. That that is really my my spine. That's like as a dancer. That's my that's my ballet. Mm -hmm. Is is acting and, uh, you know, sometimes I do wonder what would have happened if nine eleven wouldn't have happened and if I wouldn't have left L A. Because you know I, I left L A. right after nine eleven because our family lost someone and I just wanted to be with on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be with my loved ones and that really shifted my life. And that's when I started writing more without any rules that I started doing spoken word and just expressing myself that way. And then always being musically inclined, I started doing, you know, musical poetry, but everything that I really do, mm -hmm. really the core and the foundation is, is acting, is, is definitely theater and acting. If I'm in front of a class, I'm acting. If I'm, if I'm in front of uh, emceeing or hosting, whatever it is, mm -hmm. I, I definitely take from my techniques 
um, for that. And and I, my happiest place will always be in front of the camera. Mm. On mm. stage, happiest. Are you ever camera shy or a stage fright or? No. Wow. <laughs> the only thing I'm shy about, believe it or not, uh, is singing. And that's also because of my family. I mean, my brother's virtual, so flautist. And it's like, yo, if, if, if I can't sing like Whitney or Mariah, <laughs> I feel that I should not sing. So I'm really shy about that. But I know I can outact my brother and my dad. You know what I mean? So that was kind of like my happy place. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, do I get nervous? And butterflies, of course, when the work is important to me. I think mm-hmm. any artist, like a visual artist before an exhibit or before anything, a singer dropping an album, having sharing any art form, really, mm-hmm. um, a designer, a fashion show, whatever that is, mm-hmm. when you care and it's important to you, you get nervous. Mm-hmm. But that stage fright where I just cannot, where I'm paralyzed, mm-hmm. unless <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> okay. And we have Valerie uh, put in, yes, that was my mother. She was like, you're going to be a doctor. That didn't happen, but laugh out loud, but I'm struggling to be a creative, the creative that I am. Your parents are great for following. Allowing for allowing me to be. Yes. I am the most blessed human being on the planet. And I, really mean that and sincerely mean that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think working with middle school kids and high school kids that are artists and to see the good and the bad of what they go through with parents, it just makes me want to come home or you know go upstairs and just hug my mom, mm-hmm. you know, my dad often. It, 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 I, I, I'm a lucky girl. Mm-hmm. And we have... Um... Shadia Nelson said, hey, never. How are you? She also said, never shy. <laughs> Another swan sister. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And absolutely. wonderful educator, someone who does great work in the community uh, via Urgent Inc. So thank you for tuning in. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we have a small clip to share, but before we get to it, um, uh, because I did read that there was an incident that kind of led you into doing poetry, you know, um, where you started writing about the poetry. You kind of commented a little bit about the incident in September 11th and using that as a form of, um, was it more like self-expression, healing? Like, you know. Yes. So mm-hmm. I'm really going to age myself. I'm going to try to make it quickly. But there was a time, there was a time when you are a film actor, theater actor, TV actor. Mm-hmm. I was three. Did a couple of films that I was straight TV. I did, you know, workshops through how, how to write screenplays and things like that. So you have to, you know, put screenplay, the character development and the conflict, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And at, scenes, but not at that time, when you're going through some kind of pain, a musician can write a song, mm-hmm. uh, a book can paint. But an actor always needs the permission of the casting director, or director, or producer to practice their art. Mm-hmm. Uh, they start writing something, one woman show or something art. And so the pain was so great, the frustration was so great. The, the hold, holding vigil for so long to see if any of his body parts were found. Which it, 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 what that first 30 days after 9-11 and seeing 9-11 happen, the pain was so great. I have a line that says, 
I felt like my spirit was going to leave my body. You know, mm. I remember holding my head because I just thought my spirit was going to leave my body. I remember describing that I felt like a lobster inside boiling water, you know. And so I started going to open mics. Because I don't, there's, so what about character development and, you know, conflict? It's just, I was just sharing my story. And then mm-hmm. I realized, hey, wait a minute, I missed Peter. I missed that contact with the audience. Mm-hmm. And I found this sense of freedom that I had never felt before. Mm-hmm. Being able to still do my technique and write. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really what in part kick-started spoken word. And I remember, I don't know who, who may be watching or who will see this, but it was back in the day in Miami, man. It was a hot spot every night. And truly one of the hottest ones was the funk jazz lounge and the host was Rashida Barton, everything. And going back to my parents, it's like, okay, you can do anything you want, but just because you came back from LA, don't even try to be a hot poet because you're not. Mm. I remember inviting her tea to lunch so that she can tell me she told me what a slam was. I didn't know what slam was. Uh chunky. Mm-hmm. Chunky. I mean, you know, she wanted me to be on her slam team. I, mean, I just I offered her tea and she looked at me crazy. Slam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know I took baby steps and I, I still don't think, you know, yeah, I, I have credits and things, but there are there's some spoken word artists that I really still look up to and have done nothing but that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So let me gear it up. And we have uh, Trina Sladeberg of uh, No More Starving Artists saying, hey, ladies. Um, hello. Hello. <laughs> and she, Lots of love to Nikki. Oh, and thank you. Thank you. And we have someone else. I'm trying to cap- keep up with the names. Oh, my God. And yeah. now you remember that in West Palm Beach? Yeah. <laughs> And it was at um, was it? Did you come to the to the women's event that I was hosting at a? Uh, uh, I think it was a design within reach or design. What are those furniture stores where I, I hosted an all women's open mic? Nice, yeah, it's awesome. Okay, so let's let's queue up. So I have um, yeah, she uh, Trina said yes. That was it. that was it. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah. So this, we're going to play a little short piece of um, uh, a spoken word piece that Deborah made recently. Um, we're not playing the whole video. So if you want to watch it, you could go to YouTube. Um, so do you want to introduce the piece at all? Or you want to do Yeah, I do want to set it up and I want to give a little more information about it, yes. especially for all those artists that are with us this evening or going to see this later. Please go to rcenter.org like yesterday. They, since COVID started, they have had a commissioning uh, body of work called Heart of Art. And it is open to any and all performing artists, musicians, uh, poets, uh, filmmakers, dancers. And it is for you to create a body of work that reflects how COVID in Miami specifically has affected you. Mm. Um, And so I did a short spoken word film you can see it at the rcenters.org um, YouTube and Facebook um, under Heart of Art, or you can just Google Heart of Art in my name. And so they have one more, and it may be the last, um, I, don't, I don't know if you want to call it session or last selection. Mm-hmm. Um, you get paid $1,000, uh, and 
I think the deadline is on February. So wow. I strongly advise all and any performing artists, which we can talk about this later also about how to get out there to apply themselves mm -hmm. and, and to submit. You have nothing to lose, submit. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So during COVID, my COVID experience that really affected me besides not being able to travel is it be living in a strict quarantine in which I still live in now to protect my mom, my, my, you know, my love, my sister and I still live in a very strict quarantine. Mom has a progressive lung disease, so she can't even blink at all COVID. Um, and so I became, my anxiety came with the vengeance. Um, and the, 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 the exhaustion of disinfecting and going through that ritual. Daunting. Mm -hmm. So um, this is just a little clip of it. The length of it is about 12 minutes. Um, but uh, I would love to thank you so much for sharing this with the world, I guess. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's cue that up really quickly. Okay. Anxiety is my new lover. A dysfunctional romance of love and hate. Constantly altering my mental state. Altering my emotional state. But today, today is a calm day. Our passion is steady as I methodically clean our fragrant bottles of purity. Our love potions, tight like latex we interweave our fingers protecting our legacy. Gloves moving like a ballerina who's rehearsing her Cinderella story. Until I hear the sound. The sound that lets me know she's coming down. It is no longer a calm day, but this queen's loyal servant bows and greets her with a smile. My heart begins to race. See, this quarantine has strained my light, making it harder for me to fight the temptations of going into the rabbit hole of washing, cleaning, disinfecting, obsessing, checking, double-checking, wiping, protecting, repeat, washing, cleaning, disinfecting, purifying, obsessing, obsessing, checking, double-checking, wiping, protecting, repeat, washing, cleaning, disinfecting, purifying, obsessing, checking, double-checking, wiping, protecting. I think I need to go out for some fresh air. Maybe I'll daydream about the beach. It, it always calms me. Wait. Did I wipe down the doorknob? Back into the rabbit hole I go. <sighs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. 
Kind of like take a move up there. Yeah, yeah, it's in, it's in, it's intense, you know. I mean, it's intense. That's all I can say. But you know, I always all of my body of work and even this piece, I, I invite everyone to go check the whole piece out. I think that no matter how dark and intense, whatever it is that we're going through, it is so imperative that we remain hopeful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that we allow ourselves to go to that dark place, but knowing that we have to stay hopeful. And so I think at the end of this piece, you will, you will see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in order to be hopeful, we have to allow ourselves to go to that dark place. Absolutely. Someone um, from the group put um, powerful. Thank you. Yeah. And we have Maury. I see she said excited. Maury? Maury? Yes. She's watching from the the circle, the Facebook group. So, yeah. And uh, so profound. Uh, Kathy uh, Brooks Oliver said, thank you. You know. Right. Yes, I encourage you all to see the whole thing also because you'll get to meet Mommy Brovi, you know, that I'm always posting about her and, uh, you know, this is also dedicated to her and, and my love and obsession with her. So, yeah. And we have, um, oh, that was Muriel, Muriel Medina, another poet. Yes, she's fabulous. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. She's so- really grown. I think I remember... Yeah, I, I've, I've seen, I think, I'm, and I say this with love and light, of course, that, mm-hmm. yo, she's just really fabulous. She's always been fabulous, but she's, mm-hmm. I've been checking out some videos and stuff. She's really amazing. Yeah, so Valerie, my mom has pulmonary fibrosis. Mm. And that is basically when your lungs calcify and there's, there's no way of reversing it or curing it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but we're blessed. I mean, people that have that have had to have, you know, lung transplants and have had to do all sorts of things. And she's already been living with that for about almost 14 years. So, and she's 90. And so, and and we've managed to keep her healthy, you know, during this insane time, we're making major sacrifices, but mm-hmm. it, it's... Yeah. Um. Shadia, what a powerful short film, a close relationship with anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then also the vulnerability of sharing that, you know, like I, I have anxieties. I don't really share. I sometimes talk about it, but just you like you putting it out there. But I think, you know, but you know, that's also what art is about, you know, when you could just have that space because um, it's helpful. It also helps people relate. Other people said, oh, wow, my mom is going through something. I deal with anxiety. So it's a connector as well. Yeah. I think it's just being, an, once you understand, I guess it also comes with a level of safety and maturity as an artist. Some are just born with it immediately. But I think that it is our duty mm-hmm. to be vulnerable and to show our ugly. Mm-hmm. But it is also our duty to show ourselves cleaned up afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like we are prophets, we are ministers, we are preachers. We are, we are, if we get out of our way, if you listen to any good sermon, no matter what religious background or spiritual background you may have, there's always turmoil. 
Mm-hmm. The only way you could connect to the therapist, the minister, the preacher, is by them varying. And mm-hmm. they went through that personal turmoil and how they, you know, how they, they were able to follow through. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. I've never uh, let you know. I loved it. Oh, I've seen it. Never let you know. I've loved it. Loved it. Love me some yeah. more. And you know, T, that mommy loves you. Loves mm-hmm. you so much. Mm-hmm. And the painting, she looks at it every day. Hi, Susan. <laughs> so happy you're tuned in. Yes, yes, yes. It's very oh, important to be that vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there's someone else from the, um, oh, Trina saying um, we're historians. Yeah. And um, someone posted on their COVID 19 really explained vulnerabilities. Yeah. Oh, Trina as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, wow, that's that's amazing piece. I, I I often see some of the posts with your mom, and you're you know sharing a lot of things. You like she's like, but she's like a kicking, doing well, drinking beer, <laughs> telling you like it is. <laughs> right. I mean, like for to, to drink beer, that's like oh, that's just got to be in the mood because I yeah. give her Doors Twelve every single night. <laughs> she has her shot of whiskey every single night. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm not drinking at this moment, but yeah, I'm I'm a whiskey girl. Yeah, the day she really stops wanting to get dressed or put on her jewelry, even if it's just to be in the house or, you know, even if it's even, and when I say jewelry, it could really be plastic studs. Mm -hmm. You know, we grew up, Puerto Rican women are very vain, especially from the island. And no matter what, even if you were cleaning, you had to have little studs, perfume, and a little lip gloss, even if you were wearing sweats that had stains while you were cleaning the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as long as she is willing to wear the little stud and ask us to put her perfume on and has her whiskey, we're good. Mm-hmm. The day she doesn't want to do that, then, I'm, then that's when I'm going to be scared. <laughs> that's yeah. when we're worried. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Sis Nick, for providing such a healthy, beautiful space. You're welcome. Fill with so much love for all of us to connect. Love you and your guests. Thank you. Yes. I don't know if you know Grecia. She's a drummer. She's with Femin Africa. They had they were, she was a part of Venus Rising. Um what, wait, wait. Did she what uh Grecia, were you did you play with us in twenty was it twenty eighteen? Because we had Venus Rising in 2018. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is she Brazilian? I don't think she's Brazilian, but I'll see if she'll, she'll comment. Cuban? I'm trying to think. I remember there was a Brazilian, there was a Cuban. It was like, I loved it. It was like international, like, you know, United Nations of fierce women mm-hmm. performing and drumming. And it was awesome. Yes, yes, yes. So we're going to see, hopefully she'll put, but you know, while we, you know, um, and I'm taking our time, I know we're going a little bit over, but you know, hopefully that's okay. We're still vibing out here with the Diosa. <laughs> um, what is a community ambassador as it relates to your work that you, the work that you do? It's funny. I kind of came up with that name myself mm-hmm. and I was with my girlfriends, um, Yamile and Keisha from the art center. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think, I think it was, which is coming up February uh, 20th or something. Stay tuned for that, for the um, Heritage Festival. Mm-hmm. 
Was it for that? It doesn't matter. The point is, anytime I'm at the Arsht and there's either professional development or something where a lot of the other arts organizations gather, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, hey, Nikki, how you doing? Hey, Nikki, do you know T? Well, you don't know each other. Well, T Pop is a visual artist, and Nikki's a visual artist who has an online thing. And it's just like, I'm always connecting people, or like, I'm the, that one factor in the room that knows everybody one way or another. Mm-hmm. And I'm always pushing and saying, you know what, you guys should work on this. You know what, this is not going to work out for me, but you should. I'm always on that connector. Um, when it comes specifically to community events, um, and specifically, uh, arts education events, you know, mm-hmm. or outreach programs or mm-hmm. residencies and things like that. Um, so I'm like, you know what? Why am I not a millionaires? <laughs> because I don't think anybody in the arts community, you have to be Hollywood, whatever. And I remember talking to Yami and Keisha and saying, you know, I, I think I am, I, I'm going to crown myself community ambassador. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I do. I just automatically connect people, connect things, right. and they make it happen. You know, I'm not going to say that I make certain things happen, but the fact that I have connected so many people and mm-hmm. they make it happen. So, mm-hmm. so that's really why mm-hmm. uh, I think it's an important role that we all should take. Absolutely. And, and go back to that we're all stronger together. We don't need to do another event that everybody else is doing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'm not frozen. I'm just having a moment of silence, looking at the <laughs> Stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Why fix the real thing ain't broke? Enhance what you want to do and team up with somebody. Mm-hmm. Create something. Bring a different element, or do something together. Or you know, especially now that we've been so the arts has been so affected by COVID and. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, our landscape has changed forever. Like, mm-hmm. who's really want to go? A lot of people are going to be so lazy. They love staying home and watching shows at home, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, I think that being a community ambassador, we all should be community ambassadors and we all should take pride in connecting people mm-hmm. and being advocates for our community. Absolutely. And and it's not enough people that do that. You know, a lot of times people want to hold on to things. And I think, you know, when you're talking about being blessed, you know, I'd have to think that that's some of that karma coming back to you because you're just like always sharing, always connecting like, oh, you don't know this person. You know, I remember coming to one of the um, the brunches and you're like, you should know this person and you sit there. And I'm like, okay. And Terry Hankerson, you know, and for yeah, you know, right. friends, she's come to my stuff. She's supported me since then. And, you know, and you have a lot of people, especially when you're uh, coming up in the arts or just being another female artist or just being an artist, you know, um, having to learn a lot of things on your own and, you know, having to try to put yourself out there and you know, you might have fears, you might have other things blocking you or you ha- might have this, you know, where people get um, impacted by this elitism, like, oh no, you can't sit with us. And you're just like, here, connect. Hi, do you know this person? So that's like a, that's a gift, you know? So, yeah. It's important. It's so, now don't get me wrong. If you shady, I'm not gonna hook you up because yeah. again, that's just karmically, right? And I think that what's happening in this town a little bit, or it's happened, or what I think I want to align myself with now 
maybe in this year or, or the next year, um, is to really be a, a more active resource so that people know how to properly present themselves, follow up, how to have a resume, how to do the blog, how to do the website, how to do whatever that may be. Because sometimes, you know, all I could do is, all we can do is open a door for someone. Mm -hmm. But it's up to you to keep that door open and bump through. Mm -hmm. You know, when I first moved to Miami before going to LA, you know, the first thing out of my mouth, and it's still in my bio, first paragraph, sister of Latin Grammy winning Nesta Torres. I pimped that man's name like you have no idea. <laughs> when it came to working um, in the Hispanic market, what anybody still that I need to get to will answer me because of his name. But it is up to me to walk through that door, and it is up to me to keep that door open. Mm -hmm. And so I take great pride in that I've done that um, and, and made him proud. You don't want to embarrass somebody that, that you know, kind of like, so, and actually it's so funny that I'm talking about him. So if you hear my dog bark or you hear the garage door open, it's because he's coming for his blessing from mom and uh, he, he doesn't come all over often. So um, because of COVID, so when he does, I want to do this. So if you hear anything, please excuse me. Uh, yeah, my, my cat's over here meowing, trying to get in, get in the scene. Yeah. <laughs> But you know we're live and this is real life and that's what happens. You know we do art, we take care of our, you know, our loved ones. We got animals, we got babies, <laughs> and all that. So, um, so let's jump into uh, Spoken Soul Festival. That's something that you've done. Um, I've been a part of, of of Spoken. I think 2011, but you know um, I've attended some of them. Can you tell us? Um, for some people that may be under a rock and don't know what Spoken Soul is, what is, <laughs> <laughs> what is Spoken Soul Festival? What's inspired you to start that? I have to laugh because you are right. That's how I feel. If you are, you know, you if you don't have never heard of Spoken Soul Festival, you definitely are living under a rock. But I've had a serious reality check that um, a lot of people do not know what Spoken Soul Festival is. Still, and so that just means it's a lot more work that needs to be done. Um, so I was inspired to do this by uh, one of my mentors. Her name is Martha Richards from uh, Women's Arts. So I invite everybody to go to womenarts.org, and it's a resource basically for women artists to know and 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 be aware of resources like residencies and grants and all sorts of opportunities. And she put a call out for women artists to put a events together once a year where we can celebrate women artists. And that could be from a small dinner or in an, a big event. Um, so I initially, I said, oh, honey, this is going to be a good excuse for me to get all my girlfriends together to do a show for me, about me, all about me. Didn't work out. <laughs> in the sense that they let me know right away that it just couldn't be about me because the mission was so much bigger. And I really could not have done this for 13 years if it wasn't for the founders and those that are still you know with me like you know veronica and definitely amy Baez who's been there since you know day mm -hmm. one and susan alvarez natalie lewis shakur sure i keep saying shakur i don't know why that's awful <laughs> but 
Spoken Souls Festival is a community event at the Adrian Art Center, and our mission is to support or spotlight South Florida women artists. And our vision is to make every South Florida women artist a household name. Um, we do that through show, providing an event that is a showcasing event, doing some community uh, educational outreach, and we also have a brunch where it's kind of like our fundraiser. Um, so if you want to go and learn more about Spoken Soul Festival, please visit us at SpokenSoulFestival.com. More importantly, this year, because of COVID, uh, we were the first official Art Center live stream uh, premiere. So you can also go to Spoken Soul Festival Volume 3 um, at the Art Center's uh, YouTube channel, and you can see a 30-minute show spotlighting South Florida women artists, which we are very proud of. The production team worked so hard at to go from, you know, we went on lockdown literally about four days before the actual event. Yeah. And we had to switch over and not knowing for months at a time. And the artists were so gracious that they, 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 they stuck it out with us. Um, but it's, it's an event that we, we've been doing for a while now that we believe in. Um, uh, we think it's important. I, I believe it's important. Um, um, and so please make sure to check us out. Uh, you can even donate if you'd like, because a lot of our crew is, is volunteer at this time, but we're about to shift that because it's time we get paid for helping you out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, it was just a little dramatic pop. Um, so and follow us on Spoken Soul Fest, um, and we also tie. We you know going back to that, we gotta we gotta be community ambassador. You know, many times we blog or we have um, posts about other call for artists like the Heart of Art. Mm-hmm. Um, now I think the Fountainhead now has a call for artists for moms. Mm-hmm. They want, you know, can, can create. So we'd like to share a lot of information as well. So it's not just spotlighting women artists, but we, we believe in the collective of women artists, period. Mm-hmm. Why is a space centered around women artists or women-centered spaces? Why do you feel that's important mm. or needed? Go ahead, girl. That's a good, that is a very good question. <laughs> Well, the initial idea or the, or the initial inspiration was wanting to provide a platform that simply did not exist for me or for us as artists. Mm-hmm. There's just no, and to this day, there is no forum or a platform or a space that is designated for women artists. And we are world ambassadors. We are the CEO of each household. We are mothers in so many different ways, even if we don't necessarily give birth. Mm-hmm. Of course, I can start talking about the logistics and the um, the percentage and how women are still, you know, not receiving equal pay, not receiving, you know, equal opportunity. Yeah. I, can, I can open the other can of worms about women of color that we accidentally be our collective of women of color. It was it color. It was never planned that way, but it just happened. I and mean, we're in Miami, right? Um, so there's there are so many things that on paper I can tell you why. 
But I think every reason that someone does something in their life should start with a very simple desire within. Mm. And, and we want to provide something that we did not have coming out. Mm-hmm. Coming up as a spoken word artist, coming out as a producer, as a director, um, as a writer, as a photographer. There just was no space for that. Mm-hmm. It was all men, 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 men. And, and, and we're still dealing with that too. And, and so mm-hmm. it was just, it was important to us to create that space. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's not just spotlighting, right? In the process of working with other women artists, you're you're creating a sisterhood. Yeah. Which Spoken Soul Festival has become where other women, you meet other women and you continue that supporting, you continue to create new work together. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it goes back to that community ambassador. Mm-hmm. It, it goes back to, I can give you the politically correct answer and uh, Natalie Lewis sure has all these great quotes and this and how many women artists in the world and percentages and all that. But even if that was, even with that truth, if I didn't feel it in my heart and if the team didn't feel it in their heart, mm-hmm. that it's important as women artists to do that, mm-hmm. statistics doesn't matter. Absolutely. We have uh, KBs from um, on YouTube, Bravo. <laughs> That's my honey. Say it again. Oh. Say it again. Mm-hmm. Bravo. <laughs> Yes, yes. Always great to have that type of support. Oh yes, we are we are we are so blessed. Yes, yeah. Yeah, Valerie, thank you for your inspiration and information. Thank you for sharing yourselves and experiences. Oh, thank you, Valerie. Yes. Um, Grecia, uh, Shadia Nelson, looking forward to re- uh, reconnecting soon, perhaps through Spoken Soul Fest collaboration with Sis Sheila and Feminine Africa. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, I um I think it was 2011 where I was one of the featured artists and I just yes. <laughs> I came Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Put up a tent. <laughs> I was there um for uh, quite a few years and I still come. I still and to this day, you know, when I have, um, you know, we have the, the, you have the Facebook page where we have the group where a lot of the people, the alumni gather and share um, opportunities and experiences and things. And um, I've definitely referred women artists to that space. And I've also tried to include as much as possible women artists from that space. You know, T-Pop's been in several of my art exhibitions. Um, Maury, Chunky, a bunch of people actually. So, yeah, it's a definitely a, um, a, a great uh, sisterhood and network. So, um, it's just, you know, yeah, I love it. So, well, I'm glad you do because it, it's, you know, it's a lot of work, but ultimately it is, it is still, it is still very necessary. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I like how it's like, you know, the, how the day is broken down in terms of like the community service and doing something for like, you know, we did art for the, there was a children's hospital with children. I think they were diagnosed with cancer. Um, and we did artwork. And we did that in Little Haiti Cultural Complex. Yes. That's yes. right. 
Yeah, and doing um, and then we went to a women's shelter and and you know yeah. help them with yoga and doing beads with the kids and you know then having the performance night and and you know and so and it represents both visual and performance art beautifully. So um, if you're under a rock in South Florida and haven't heard from it, definitely check it out on Instagram and Facebook. And yeah, we are we're really proud of as to how much it's uh, grown, and I I really the team and I are really grateful for the Adrian Arts Center for being our partner and for really allowing us the space to 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 really visualize and think big. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I mean, you remember, Nick, you were always at a bar. You know, our events were like at a bar, throw up your work on the wall, and we're gonna, you know, drink, and then everybody does, you know, cute little showcase. We had a, you know, a host, and then it was party afterward. You know, and now it was production. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think you're returning 2017. Mm-hmm. Our very first one at the art was the kind of like the last one that we yes. did. Artist after artist. Now it's just a mm-hmm. single production, and we're really proud of, really, really proud of that because that also uh, forces coll- collaboration. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, I remember. Um, Marley was so little. <laughs> Attending those things. I remember Marley. First of all, I love the interview between you and he. <laughs> Thank I you. don't care. I will be 90 years old. <laughs> we will be married or whatever. And I will remind him about his booger days. <laughs> about the poor baby was so sick when we had a setup for the show mm-hmm. and we all took turns to wipe his boogers and to try to hold him so you could put up your art because he okay. was just feverish and pobrecito. He was so miserable, mm-hmm. but he was our bonus child. He was our first bonus child <laughs> and he was a boy and he was <laughs> surrounded by all these crazy women. Yeah, was- yeah absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Gracias, saying uh, thank you, uh, thank you, sisters, for keeping our wonderful sisterhood alive. Absolutely. <laughs> what are some of the challenges of being a woman in the arts? <laughs> it could be women in general, or maybe some obstacles you've had to personally face and overcome. I pause long because I have been blessed and my passion has blinded me where I just, when I go, I go. Mm. And when I go, I go for it. So I personally haven't necessarily seen or experienced struggles because I am a woman. But I do know that a woman's voice is very important and we need more consistency and community. Mm -hmm. What happens in the arts and in many industries, and the arts, by the way, when it comes to decision makers, is more women than men, right? You know, as far as programming, Mm-hmm. We need to get out of our own way and we need to stop hating on each other. Mm-hmm. Punto. I think 
many times we are our enemy and we confuse what the word feminism means and we portray ourselves in a way that we really are, are not being authentic. Mm -hmm. And so I think that I, I sincerely believe that the more we become as a community and show up equally prepared and professionally, we're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel that that happens all the time. Mm -hmm. And and sometimes I feel like, yo, I should not have to chase you to pay you. Mm. So, and I'm speaking specifically of South Florida. Mm -hmm. And if I get backlash, what is it, backlash from it? So be it. I'm being my authentic self. Mm -hmm. I should not have to chase you to pay you. Mm -hmm. To, for you to give me an invoice, for you to give me the W-9, you know, I shouldn't have to do that. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have to remind you that just because I want to support you, I'm still paying you. Therefore, you, you got you to gotta rise up. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's so frustrating, especially even trying to recommend people for arts education, um, you know, residencies or teaching artist gigs. It's like, yo. Mm -hmm. Your bio, homegirl. Mm -hmm. Everything now is Googleable. Yeah. How to write, you know, little things like this. So I think that this is where I'm going to try to go and align myself. And it's like, you know, everything is free. But that's not always good because if it's free, you don't show up and take it seriously. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So I'm about to start charging and watch then watch me become a millionaire. Mm -hmm. And the people that are gonna be paying are the people that are not talented. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They'll probably get further than those that are. Mm -hmm. So let's be let's keep it one thousand. This is mm -hmm. we women gotta fix ourselves in our unity and our community before we, we start saying, Well, this and this and that. It's like mm -hmm. we've done it before, right? When we had the pussy hats. We've done it before. We have we have moved heaven and earth before United. Mm -hmm. Gay women artists really come collectively united and not get in their artist head. Mm -hmm. There'll be a difference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> T pops and <laughs> long sip. Uh, that's why you the bomb. Speak the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, I'm. It, it's. I love that you went there because, you know, um, there are challenges and, and at the same time, everyone has different experiences, but also there's also accountability as well. So when we are comfortable talking about the challenges, when we're comfortable talking about the people that hold us back, when we're comfortable talking about all those other things, we also need to kind of get comfortable talking about where we need to hold ourselves accountable and rise up to the occasion. So I think that it's in, you know, um, I know you were like, you know, making the joke about the backlash, but you know, you do need that, you know, like uh, T said, you know, speak the truth because all of those parts, you know, if, if we were to leave that out, we're leaving a huge, you know, opportunity for someone to grow. And sometimes people need that in their face and, um, and, and, you know, I've dealt with that as well when you're, you know, especially when you're trying to create space, unfortunately, mm -hmm. when you, you know, you know, I put out a call and I'm trying to create space for a specific niche, marginalized group. 
and everybody else and their mama ready, just like here. Can I help you? Can I give right. it to you? Can I, right. Can but I fly my plane to and uh, and the person that you're trying to help. Sometimes we get caught up in this bubble. We're so used to the challenges that when someone says, "I'm just giving you my hand," mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know how to take it. <laughs> Right. So it, I think it's important to also address that when we talk about women in the arts, when we talk about a lot of these things, we got to address the accountability parts, too. Right. Because, you know, the, the, the worst thing, my least favorite thing to deal with in the festival is the artists. Now. Creating, you know, and, and and all of that, and the and the, and now you have the other extreme, mm-hmm. right? Then you have that you have the teapots, the teapots that will show up and show out every single time. So I can't throw more work to teapot because she's so busy all the time. But teapot still from the first year. She's still the first my first go to, mm-hmm. and every year there's always an artist. We always say that there's always like a collective of artists that just really uh, uh, show out, or they really like start to you know collaborate and create really wonderful work, and those are the ones that stand out. And again, I know that many people have said this, and maybe artists that are listening to this have never heard it. For you to succeed as an artist, or at least for you to make a living as an artist, last thing on the list, at least they tell you the five top things you need. Number five is talent. Mm. I'll say it again. If you need five things to succeed as an artist or be a working artist, number five is talent. It's not number one, number two, number three, or number four. Mm-hmm. So if we really want to have a dialogue about how can we be better community ambassadors, how can we be better performing artists, how can we better, um, you know, serve space, why is this space needed? I think it's needed, but maybe we are not on top of the world because a lot, a lot of artists don't take advantage of it, right? you know? Mm-hmm. Like you said, listen, I'm, I'm calling you to a call for artists at the Arts Center to have that in, in your record. I had one artist. <laughs> These long pauses are amazing. <laughs> she is a brilliant singer-songwriter. Like, I feel she's genius level. But she lives in Broward. And she literally said to me, it's not worth it for me to drive to Miami to do the show mm. at the Arch Center. Mm. Yeah. And she was getting paid. Which you know, Nikki, before that, nobody was getting paid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So luckily now that once we started at the Arch, there was some kind of payment, mm-hmm. you know? So, and, and the list can go on, but I don't want to go on a tangent, you know, but I really mm-hmm. think that moving forward, I do want to become, I want to become more accountable mm-hmm. by saying, you know, 
if I'm offering you this, it can really be about my word. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of, you know, throwing shade is like providing the resources. I may not know. I didn't know what the hell a clubhouse was. Actually, I got a text today from one of our VPs at Young Arts. And she's like, you know, in, in the Young Art check. Uh, so who here is on at the clubhouse? And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, she's asking, who's working today? I'm like, hey, I'm at the clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what the hell a clubhouse was. Mm-hmm. Then, then I Googled and schooled me and I felt like a yeah, like, oh my God, I was something like a, a, a a boring mother would say, right? So you bring someone on board that does know that. You, you, you gotta, I gotta, I gotta really at least give it one huge effort to to help women artists. Mm-hmm. Because, and I'm just gonna say, with that being said, I'm gonna throw in my little clubhouse. I'm on Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. But um, I'm still exploring the app. I actually have it going. We have like one little person in Nathan. Thank you for joining us. (laughs) So it's meant to be interactive and talk, but I've seen some people do them where they're just listening and, you know, um, I'm, you know, I'm exploring it and, you know, it can't hurt. We need, okay. Why do we need one more app for you just to listen? You could just listen on zoom. You could just listen on, listen to a podcast. So why is it important? Yeah, let's see. He's, I'm still kind of getting acclimated with this. So I'm going to have, Yenetho, can you, uh, did you want to answer that question? Or you just want to say hi? Nikki, it's Jan. Um, Magdalena knows, uh, Deborah uh, and I know know each other. Who is it? Yeah. uh, Deborah. Yeah, yes, Deborah McDonald. It's an artist, I know. Yanatha? Yanatha. Oh my God, yes. Okay. Jonathan, why in the world do we need Clubhouse? Why? There's a lot of business deals that are happening here. A Mm -hmm. lot of business deals. All right, I'm going to message you and you're going to school me. Jonathan is a brilliant uh, filmmaker, everybody. So. Yes, yes. I'm sorry for missing that. made on Clubhouse. It's just like just, you you want to cut a deal in, on the Clubhouse. Doesn't that just sound wrong anyway? <laughs> well, you know, the thing, it, it's an audio only, and it's unlike other social media. Like, let's say, for example, once this conversation is gone, it's gone. So you got to catch it when it's there. And you do have that where you never know who's in a room, and you could kind of jump into other things like for example you know you can't just get on there like other social media i'm just going to follow everybody because then you're going to have crazy suggestions of rooms right if you target like if you're trying to say oh i want to learn about this like for example um i'm just now kind of getting into that conversation about crypto art and i'm like hmm, wait a minute what's crypto art how people make so i'm learning some things you know Yanatha, I'm sorry, um, is saying he's cutting deals, you know. So I'm still kind of exploring it. I've learned a lot of different information and I'm trying to get acclimated of how people are using it. Like I said, I said, you know, let me just throw it out there if anything, you know, just to see how it goes, you know. And so you have that, um, and you know, you don't got to get dressed for it. I'm dressed from the top up because that's right. That's you know, I got my chocolates on and shorts underneath this. I'm not standing up to see. But him. I did shower. Yes, yeah. Shower is good. And, and, and Deborah, what Nikki was saying is great. It's not just 
ideals, but you just talked about value-added information for young female artists or for female artists. You can lead a room to give some jewels to say, hey, this is what you need to eat. Like I offered PR services, but I, I, every week I'd throw, hey, I'll give you a free press release. You know, but you have to have your bio. You have to have your blurb. You have to have a headshot. If you don't have it, then give it. You know, and so people would need. You know, it's it's not only just to make these deals, but also to to give to to give back to that never know what they need to do. You know, like you said, number five is talent. You know, number one, two, three, and four. There's some really good talented people out there that just need guidance from you know and stuff like that. Right. All right, I'm gonna message you. I still want to see the movie, and then I'm gonna go down with your clubhouse. I gotta ask my boyfriend permission first, though, because just saying, yo, baby, I'm going to club. Got a little bit of a delay coming up. I don't know if that's my screen uh, or yours, but the audio is kind of cutting out a little bit. Yeah, the audio is cutting out a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, so she's coming back in. Back. Yay! <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. We're back, but a little bit frozen. But you know, yes. Okay. That yeah. was funny. I see. I'm telling you, I got to ask permission about the clubhouse, and we just froze. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you both are absolute most beautiful ambassadors to assisting us crazy creatives. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And even T. I mean, you're blessed that you have Jessica, right? But even without Jessica, you're not. You're not that crazy. You're 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 just a gem. You are. Just one of the most amazing human beings and most talented artists I've ever known. Mm. Really mm. and truly, sincerely. It just she's it just she's that. T is that. Yes, absolutely. So um I know you you do a lot of things. Do you have any particular self-care practices? <sighs> that was a long time. <laughs> I really need to, uh, I need to get better with that. Mm-hmm. I really don't. And, and COVID has really, you know, haven't gone to the beach. I mean, we are, again, we are making such huge sacrifices for our queen, mm-hmm. which is an honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't go to the pool. I don't, I just, uh, it's, I don't, we don't, I miss going out to dinner, simple things. But, and I guess because her care is so intense right now that I realize if I go to the beach for all day, and me, my sister's in love with her all day. Mm. She needs a break. And so, and then being exposed to other people, so it just, it's just, uh. but yeah. I'm considering to go walking again at least, or, you know, I do have to do something because it, it, it's important that we all do self-care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The only self-care I have right now is watching Netflix with my love and drinking wine. Yeah, and that's okay. Listen, mm-hmm. we watched some great programs this last week. Yeah, yeah. 
Hey, that that's a start. That's something. So, you know, I always ask that because I, you know, I, I like to share and find out what other people are doing, but also to kind of reinforce that, especially for those of us that's juggling a million things, you know, that we got to, and caregivers for, for, you know, important people in our lives that we have to take that time and fill our cup so we could, you know, help to serve them better and serve ourselves and not just, you know, I, and I know it's hard, you know, I, I can't even imagine the, the stresses that you're under with, um, I know that you share a lot, you know, to some degree, but I'm quite sure that there's a whole bunch of things that you haven't. So, you know, hopefully yeah. you incorporate some so, bad. So maybe I should no longer say that I don't do anything for self-care because we are very mindful of making time for each other. And I am now mindful of buying a scented candle you know, and, and so maybe I shouldn't be so hard on myself and know that, you know what, scented candle dinners and and Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and all every life. <laughs> he has us on every live stream, which is great. So I take that back. Self-care okay. is quality time with my love and, and making time to at least have beautiful things around me. I do buy flowers a lot, even if it's carnations. Mm -hmm. and yeah that's awesome that's awesome um if you had access to a time machine where would you go and why the past or the future oh past mm -hmm. okay any mm -hmm. particular time period yes honey the 90s was a popping <laughs> decade the 90s <laughs> I would have met my love earlier. I would have learned many lessons earlier. Oh my God, my break-in would have been, you know, late 80s, early 90s, but the 90s was an amazing decade. I think I would have done so many things so differently. Mm -hmm. I, I just would have enjoyed things more. I wouldn't have been so much into my head. Um, mm -hmm. I would be a different artist today, a different woman today. The 90s was awesome. Mm. I didn't. I didn't totally take advantage of them. Mm. Mm. Okay. What about you? That's a good question. <laughs> it's usually kind of like like my uh, throwing question that I don't put out there. Um. Oh man. I would have to say, hopefully, without dating myself, because I am twenty five. I think. Right. Um, <laughs> The 80s, I, I think I would say the 80s when I was, you know, a, a kid before all the crazy stuff happened and, you know, okay. my, with my grandmother, uh, who's no longer with us right now. And just, you know, um, you know, hoping to spend more time with her. So I think right now that would be where I would go to. And maybe, I don't know if I could, I don't, I, you can't really say if you had a different path, because sometimes, you know, we have to get to that realization that yeah. all the things we've gone through is, a, you know, made yeah. us who we are today. But yeah, I'd go in the 80s and. Yeah, but I still wonder. Yes, I still wonder because I think that everything happened for a reason and you are meant to be where you're supposed to be now. But, you know, you're, you had the freedom of choice. And mm -hmm. so certain choices probably got you there faster or got you that, you know, you got there longer or, uh, you know, so this, yeah. this I, 
always so curious still. Yes, yes. How can people um, connect to you or support your work or see what next that you have going on or get in touch with spoke you know with you about Spoken Soul Festival? Well, definitely, you know, my my Instagram game is just non-existent. So please follow me on Funk Dalena, uh, F-U-N-K-D-A-L-E-N-A. Um, and also Spoken Soul Fest. Um, and and right now it would have helped me a great deal if you all went to YouTube and just watched everything I ever did. <laughs> yeah, I need those numbers because it's, it's important, right? To have those numbers in the heart of art. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you check that out, my work, my, uh, my lover. Um, and, and that's it until I guess maybe you can interview me again once I do the new sh- the new profile situation and start charging artists for me to tell them what to do. <laughs> yes, yeah. Even if they get a full refund, but they, you got to have a deposit because I'm not going to show up and for free. Yeah. It's a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Shadia said, uh, give thanks for supporting the heart of our art. Yes. Yeah. You're yeah. very welcome, sis. Oh my God. So we've gone so over, but I'm just. Oh my God. <laughs> I have to, like, Nana, I got to go. It's 9 40. I got to finish. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm I'm really grateful that you were able to take the time. Um, we still have some people that's still um, live with us watching this. So I, you know, thank you so much. Thank you for what all you do, who you are, you know, who you are to me personally, who you have been, who you are to the community. Um, can't thank you enough. I know you're like, it's about time, but you know, I, you know, <laughs> I was, but see my, my screen is all pretty now. <laughs> right. Right. No, I hear you. I'm just happy to be here and I'm, yes. I'm very proud of you as well. And I, I thank you also for really, um, being a part of the community and, and helping our sisters come together and do more work together. And, um, whoever has been watching live, please do follow me. Um, um, you know, I just don't like the way that sounded. You really don't need to follow anybody but yourself. <laughs> right? Please connect with me. Correct. Yes, absolutely. Via Instagram, Funktalena, uh, or Facebook, Deborah Magdalena. Um, and, um, you know, support artists right now. <laughs> we need artists punto the way things are going please stay safe and healthy and hopeful mm-hmm. and wear your damn mask <laughs> i want to go out for dinner i want to do something yo yeah 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 the more we certain things the more you fight it the long it just lingers exactly exactly so. Exactly. So thank you so much, Nikki. And thank you also for supporting Spoken Soul. You know, there were a lot of bumpy times when we really didn't have any, we didn't know what we were doing with grants or any of that. And you helped us with graphics and flyers and the website, and you're still hosting our website. And and just know that I really also appreciate um, appreciate the support that you have provided uh, Spoken Soul Festival and the Sisterhood. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and it's been a pleasure. So I, you know, we're going to wrap up. <laughs> we went over it. It's usually a half an hour show. 
Um, for those who enjoy the show, this program is brought to you by What's Your Elephant? It is a movement that uses the arts to create a safe space to talk about everything unspoken. You can find it on the web, on the internet, on whatsyourelephant.org. You could also find me on uh, Instagram, uh, social media, all the social media platforms, including the new clubhouse. <laughs> so uh, the easiest way, the link tree, uh, Nikki Lopez 19, you could find some of my links, check out what I'm doing, get a t-shirt, support the arts, you know, support some of the things I'm, um, that's upcoming. Um, and I would, you know, thank you everyone who's listening live. There's, you know, we went over like an hour. Oh my God, <laughs> I have to cook. Yes, she has to cook. I got to get off. I got to get my little one to bed. His bedtime's 8.30, but when I'm on live, he's just like, he forgets that. Well, <laughs> send him my love and remind him that I'm going to embarrass him for the rest of his life. <laughs> I will. And for those of you who are going to watch this on the replay, thank you so much. Please remember to like it. Remember to share this. Someone wants to be can be inspired by this conversation, and you could be that catalyst that starts someone off. You know, sharing this video, Deborah Magdalena. Somebody might want to get into her the next Spoken Soul Festival. Somebody might want to say, "Hey, I have something I'm going through. I want to do some poems." So please consider sharing this. And thank you so much. And I will see you all next week. Adios. Bye. What do I do now? Leave studio? Yes, yes. All right. So let's touch base tomorrow. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Take care. Bye-bye.